0: Hi guys welcome back to infinite possibilities the podcast where we explore the lives of amazing people their choices challenges and opportunities and today i have a very special guest levi hello hello
1: thank you for having me today
0: (laughs) thank you for being on the pod yeah Yeah. so levi what is your kind of one minute introduction what do you do
1: um so currently working as an analyst in kpmg in uh, enterprise audit and assurance um outside of my work life though i work uh, with a few different musical projects, the main one at the moment being Benji. Um, we're a local uh, Mianjin band, and we specialise in, like, indie rock and good, fun, happy times <laughs> with the boys. Yeah, so, so that's good. Um, I also work with a few other projects, including, like, Concrete Cowboy. Um, oh. And I'm trying to get my own personal solo project off the ground at the moment, um, and that will just be Levi, but, like, spelt L-W-E-V-A-I. Anyway, cool, yeah, very cool, this, very it's cool. all happening.
0: <laughs> yeah, living a bit of a double life. So. Yeah, a little
1: bit. A little bit accounted yeah. by day. Um, yeah. <laughs> music maestro by day. Yeah. <laughs> <night. laughs>
0: there you go. So that's pretty awesome. So we really want to start at the beginning and see how you got to where you are. So Levi, what kind of child were you like growing up?
1: Oh, such a good question. Um, I think I was a pretty quiet and reserved Not kid. Not surprised? <laughs> yeah, I was um, I, like my family moved around a lot as a kid um we we spent a lot of time up in the Pilbara uh, working on different like oil and gas projects like my my dad was was um focused on a lot of those oil and gas projects growing up so we spent a lot of time in the Pilbara uh, moving back up north and south um over in western Australia I spent a lot of my teenage years over here in Queensland mm. which is why I'm here again now um I've had a, I guess you would call it a sabbatical up in Darwin for two years Ooh. as well before moving here.
0: Ooh, um, very spicy. Yeah. We'll explore that later. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: So I've, I've spent a lot of time on the road as a kid. Um, yeah, but yeah, very, very quiet kid. I, I wanted to be an author when I was a child, I think. Ah. I think that was a big thing. I was really, really into Andy Griffiths and Paul Jennings. Um, oh, yeah, so I, I to, yeah, yeah, I wanted that. to write just... A bunch of cool kids stories and yeah I think that that's pretty much summarizes it.
0: Yeah that's awesome and since you moved around a lot how was school for you like how was it making friends you know and then to leave and then restart and repeat?
1: It was hard as a like actually as a kid it was it was very difficult um I because I was just a bit of an awkward child so yeah. <laughs> Um, so it, it was definitely harder when I was like a, a kid, as a teenager, it got a lot easier. Um, and I, like, I started picking up different hobbies and things like that and getting a bit more comfortable in my skin and reaching out to people. But, um, you know, I, I, always had friends wherever I went. So I always had like little best friends that oh, I would, that's so yeah, cute. right around the, the neighborhood with, but yeah, I was a bit of a, bit of a quiet old kid. <laughs> so, yeah, it was, it was nothing too out of the ordinary it was just a bit manic moving all the time so
0: (laughs) yeah did you hate moving as a kid
1: I didn't really think much of it to be honest um it wasn't until I was like 20 that I was thinking I'm I'm sick of this um yeah as as a kid it was just like a fun little adventure that we did because because we were always together like as a family I'm in a family of um, like four siblings, including myself and my wow, mom. Wow, that's my dad. a party,
0: man! You yeah. like a big van or something.
1: <laughs> yeah, my dad owned a caravan for a while. I don't think that's gone, unfortunately. But wow. yeah, like uh, it was all of us together on the road. So yeah, it was it was fun. Who need
0: friends when you got four siblings, man? <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh well, three siblings, um, including four, yourself, in- including myself. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. Are they like older sisters? No, nah, they're they? all younger than me.
1: Yeah, I was wow. the oldest, so.
0: The responsible child
1: yeah yeah definitely internalized that <laughs> growing yeah. up so oh,
0: wow. yeah so that's cool so you sort of like actually lived in the vent or were you, you uh, moved to no, a place that, No, and...
1: that was, a, that was a, a bit of a joke yeah. <laughs> uh, look no um thankfully like with because because dad worked in oil and gas a lot of yeah. a lot of these companies would pay for the rent allowance like out of hands so um, yeah, we always, we always had like a roof over our heads and stuff like that. Yeah, but, um, that's good to know. But I think even even like for instance, I lived in in Caratha for two years, and we were in I think three separate houses when we lived there, just because like mm. the the rental yeah. the rental uh, periods would be quite short. So yeah. so there was a lot of different houses, a lot of different spaces. Um, growing up as a kid, so like I would I'd be in a town for maybe two and a half years and I would be in maybe two or three houses at the same time. Oh, Yeah. Wow. So so like a lot of, yeah. Change all A the lot time. of change all the time.
0: Yeah. Even like change within the same place. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like yeah. jumping around house to house. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cool. And tell me more about school. So how did you sort of fit in the school environment? So you were the quiet kid. Were mm. you sporty? You know, did you like music at the time? Or?
1: Yeah, I think...
0: Before, you loved English. Yeah, I,
1: I really did like English a lot. Um, and I was pretty good at maths, which, you know, go figure. Yeah. Accountant yeah. <laughs> <trades>. <laughs> it's such a lie. But, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, mm. Yeah, it was definitely not a sporty kid at all. I think I tried really hard for a while because in WA everyone is manic about AFL. Yeah. Um, you know, like, go West Coast Eagles, of course. Like, screw Frio. <laughs> Don't know if I'm allowed to say that's yeah. over. but um, <laughs> we'll beat that out later. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, I I had terrible hand-eye coordination, so I was just not a sporty kid. I think, I think I was... I really liked video games. I really liked being sort of inside... Um, making comic books, uh, reading books. Um, Yeah, I I was pretty quiet for a long time until I was about 11. And I think my music teacher one day just was like, oh, Levi, we've got people, um, like the the administrative board is interested in some students doing like brass instruments. Do you want to learn how to play trumpet? And I was like, oh, sure, (laughs) okay. And so, like, I before I ever picked up a guitar, I was um, learning how to play trumpet, which was really cool. Um, And I and I played trumpet all throughout high school. Um, Yeah, so so that was like a turning point. Was when I actually got into music. And my my parents had like a lot of music in the house all the time. So um, yeah, so I I think I watched like Nirvana's unplugged session Mm. from like nineteen ninety four. Yeah. And um, I was like, oh, I want to, want to do that. I want to play guitar. So oh. I picked up a guitar a couple of months after I picked up the trumpet. Oh. And um, yeah, that became my entire personality from, from that point onwards. It was it was all about being a muso and um, getting creative. So yeah. yeah, was it
0: love at first sight with the guitar?
1: Not really. It was it was funny. Like it was a it was a mix of two things. I, I kind of it was wanting to be a rock star, but it was also yes. um, <laughs> when I moved I, I moved towns again when, when I was around 11 and um at the new school there was this other new kid who started at the same time as me yeah. and he was already like a really good guitar player wow um but he also got along a lot better with everyone than I did like I he, he fitted in a lot better than I did
0: much cooler than yeah me yeah he's yeah, he cooler than
1: me um <laughs> and so <laughs> it kind of like Almost like a a little bit of a jealous um, yeah. tangent to it. I was like, I want to get better at guitar, yeah. than me. so I can be like that. So it was like a mix of wanting to be a rock star, but also um, yeah, be that's
0: so awesome. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And did you guys end up becoming good friends?
1: Yeah, we ended up playing in a band and stuff um, oh, together. So that, awesome. that was my very very first band. I think what what were we called? We were Distorted Figure. We were Distorted Figure. Whoa. Yeah, we played um. We played mainly covers. So I think we only it oh, it doesn't exist anymore. Aww. But we had a um, we had a song up on Triple J on Earth in like two thousand and eleven. I can't even remember what it was called. But yeah. Um, yeah, that was my very very first band. Was Distorted Figure. Yeah, um, that's cool. Very short lived.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then tell me more about trumpets. So you like. Mm-hmm definitely like 90% more leaning towards guitar but you still kept up trumpet throughout yeah
1: yeah i um i did a lot of brass work at school i played from the age of um from from year 6 to all the way through to year 12 and i was in concert bands and yeah. jazz bands and stuff so yeah I, did you
0: still like it were you like yeah trumpet
1: yeah like it was good i just um i just guitar was was a bit more fun in in my Mine's I, I, it's ironic after all these years. Like I actually really want to pick up trumpet again, and I kind of, kind of suck. It, yeah. it, it takes a while because it's such a different um, methodology. Using like
0: your mouth, your
1: mouth and your lungs, and it your nomenclature changes over time. So I need to relearn that. And um, yeah, yeah. But I yeah I was I was pretty good at trumpet as a kid. Like Ooh. it wasn't the greatest ever, but like I I could definitely. Hold a, hold a tune so
0: yeah that's awesome because if you play trumpet then you know right in the middle of a piece you know play your trumpet put it down yeah yeah out some guitar like how cool would that be yeah. to just do both
1: I, I have done it once at a gig ah, uh, last sick. year it was yeah I just pulled it out and everyone went wild yeah. no one was expecting it yeah. it, was, it was fun it was, it was definitely fun I haven't done it again but um look it's it's definitely on the cards so.
0: yeah yeah okay it sounds good and then, so when high school was sort of wrapping up and you're thinking about the future, what was mm. sort of floating through your mind? At the
1: time, it was um, doing Musician. an... No, no. Oh, well, yeah, look, oh. I wanted to do that originally, but my parents were very adamant that I pursue, like, a career path that was going to pay me money. And yeah. as, as the years have gone by, I have uh, I have very much appreciated that, yeah. that advice because music is a bit of a money pit of an industry. But... Um, yeah. Originally, I wanted to do IT. I wanted to study my IT degree. Mm. Um, I think I was going to do, I think it was information systems or, or business systems. Um, but, <laughs> spoilers, I moved again. <laughs> <laughs> so, origi- like my original uni plans and everything um, completely changed. Like, so, I ended up going back to, I was, I was living in Queensland when I graduated. I was mm. up, up in uh, Gladstone. I graduated from um, Townham Sand State High School, for all the listeners who might know about that school. Um, (laughs) And I I moved back to Western Australia um, and I just sort of wasn't sure what to do because I had not really planned for that at all and and neither had my parents really in terms of um, what that looked like for me um, from a career perspective. So I sort of started small and I went to TAFE to get my diploma in IT mm. networking. Um, and I really enjoyed that. That was actually really, really fun. Um, and then, spoiler alert, I moved again. <laughs> I moved again a year later just, um, just as I was wrapping up the, the diploma. So that's when I was in Darwin.
0: Yeah, why'd you move, man? Was um, the parents like their job and whatnot?
1: Dad couldn't get a job. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was a bit of a shame. The the economy in um Western Australia at the time was not great. This was like around twenty sixteen and I think just in his line of work he just just it didn't quite work out. But he he got he got work up in um the Northern Territory and so, so up we went. And um yeah, I sort of was in a few IT roles. For a while there, I was doing, like, uh, IT support for the Northern Territory government.
0: Nice. We we'll um, hit you up with IT questions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I ju-
1: I, I'm still, like, the IT support dude. Yeah, on those <laughs> of the teams. I love it. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think, I think at the time it just wasn't really where I wanted to be. Like, I didn't really want to be in Darwin long term. And it also just was kind of umming and ahhing about um, that career trajectory as well. So, like, I decided to... Um, get on board with what my dad was doing actually like because he was sort of doing a contracted work for Shell which was great um and so I actually there was a bit of a it's a bit nepotistic of course um but but I got um a position to uh work with him on that role and I really really liked it it was it was very different it was um like supply chain and logistics related like sort of um getting offshore waste and and uh, processing it onshore so like very on on the ground in the warehouse uh, got my forklift ticket that was yeah. great very very enjoyable fun.
0: very like hands-on huh
1: yeah yeah and so that was that was good i actually didn't mind that but yeah i think um
0: yeah why not why not just let that be your life levi <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: yeah real salt of the earth. just uh yeah. cooking in the darwin sun it was it was fun but yeah um Okay, that that was a bit of a tangent, but yeah, <laughs> yeah no, no, no,
0: no, it was good. But yeah, so uh, after that, then you like went to university and studied accounting. Was that the kind of timeline?
1: Yeah, because because essentially what happened at the end of um, that time in Darwin, uh, my dad got another job um, <gasps> back in WA. So it was it was this. There was a few options in terms of like, am I, am I gonna stay in, in Darwin? Am I gonna go back to Perth with my family? Or am I gonna go back to Brisbane? Yeah. I had lived in Brisbane briefly when I was 16 and I had all my friends from central Queensland were yeah. here as well, they were still Ooh. studying. Um, awesome. Everyone was in a central place and I was just thinking, oh, I'm sick of this. Like I, I loved Brisbane, I wanted to go back. Um, so I decided to make the move. And so I, I moved over, I packed my bags, I left home
0: all by
1: yourself um, yeah all by myself um and yeah I started uh my degree at the same time because I think I was just I was at a point where I just wanted something a bit more I wanted to get my like a uni qualification I'd, I'd always I had always wanted to go to uni out, out of school and I think at the time I was just feeling a bit a bit lost but um, yeah. yeah I started to stick to the to the plan and uh wow yeah. and so
0: <coughs> how did one decide they wanted to be an accountant at the time <laughs> it
1: was so funny um <laughs> part of it was my mom <laughs> Mum was just like I'm oh like because we had a few accountant friends she's like you know they get paid really well it's a like really uh, stable work <laughs> stable um, for sure yeah i think that's the thing i wanted something that was just a bit stable and also you know, accounting is a pretty broad degree in terms of its application. Um, yeah, you application. can go
0: into any other fields like Yeah, it.
1: any industry, any, you know, like, and even within accounting, the roles that you can have, like, you know, cost accounting, management accounting, yeah. it's not just orders, not just financial reporting. Yeah, got
0: so. that priority. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So,
1: and it was a great skill set. Look, I don't regret getting that degree at all. It was yeah. awesome. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, that's cool. And then tell me also about IT. When did that sort of come into your mind? How did you you know from high school, you're like, Yeah, I want to do IT. Did you see something on the TV? Oh or... yeah,
1: yeah, that's probably some good <laughs> stuff. I was always really good with computers. Like oh, okay, always. It's yeah. made sense. I was I was really good with computers. I think I got the the academic award in year twelve for IT because wow, I was tough of the class yeah, and yeah, I was good. I was too good, too good. So yeah. yeah.
0: And what aspect of IT were you're like, eh, this is not really for me.
1: I think it was um the prospect of, because I did uh, systems administration specific work, mm. the prospect of potentially ending up in a career where I'd be like on call at three in the morning and oh. stuff like that. Because, you know, that, I think that's a, the good thing about accounting is like if something goes wrong, you can pretty much always reverse it. There's, there's, yeah. a, there's a trail like you post a journal and it's incorrect. It's like, oh, whoops, yeah, let's, yeah. let's reverse it, let's yeah. fix it. Um, IT specifically systems administration if something goes wrong and yeah. like a like a server fails or like the system goes down you are you are under the pump because yeah. no one can do anything so
0: oh, that is a of I think I,
1: I think I kind of saw that potentially coming if I wanted to get like a better income and I thought oh <laughs> maybe not <Yeah. laughs> maybe not so yeah and I think uh, at the time I was just um I was yeah, just just a little, still a little lost, I think. Truth yeah. be told.
0: Yeah, a lot of people probably can relate to that. Yeah. Yeah, and tell me about the two years sabbatical. Uh, so was yeah. that that was before you came to UQ, right?
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. When, when I say sabbatical, I mean it, it was just that period of time in Darwin where, like, I was sort of finding myself. Um, yeah. um, the the work situation was was there and. It was just something that we had not really planned for as a family or myself. Um, yeah. And it was sort of just growing from that period of time after school where you're trying to figure out what you want to do, yeah, essentially. Um, and it was, yeah, it was, it was a pretty unique experience. Darwin is a very, very fun and interesting place, um, but it is so isolated as well. And I, I really, I think I felt the distance from everyone. Mm. It, was, it was a very lonely time, unfortunately. Yeah. it's just just... Um, you know, like I had my family there and that, that was excellent. But yeah. um
0: still it's like yeah, yeah. It if they're so far away. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, and I didn't really have a support network and stuff. But um it was a cool time. Like I learned how to um I learned a bunch of stuff IT wise. Like I was really getting into like Linux software. I don't know if you know that, but, like yeah, I was like learning all that stuff. I was learning how like synthesizers worked in my spare time. Oh
0: um, wow, you were like deep.
1: Yeah, I was just, like, focusing on very (laughs) niche-specific stuff. For, like, music production, I I bought a a bunch of really good music equipment and um, was just learning how to produce, how to mix. Um, I was getting better guitar equipment and stuff, so, like, that was fun, playing in the room really loud. Yeah, it was um, upsetting mum and dad. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was fun.
0: Yeah, and during those two years, do you think it was, like, did you really dig deep into music and is that sort of what helped or like I think
1: so yeah I think um I found a lot of solace in in just finding a lot of really unique artists and a lot of really unique sounds and stuff and so it definitely has played into like a lot of what I do now from my personal creative point of view
0: yeah Um,
1: and so that was good yeah
0: The beginning of the musician. Yeah, yeah. From the the darkness. Yeah, like the
1: the true museo. No longer doing just covers and stuff. So it was good. Yeah, Yeah,
0: that's cool. And yeah, I think a lot of people, especially my audience, I think a bunch of them, university and whatnot, feeling quite lost, not really sure what to do. Is there any sort of tips you have for them? I know you're like still young and whatnot. But yeah, and especially maybe like how to cope through like a lot of uncertainty as well. Yeah,
1: I think... um, I think a lot of people get so stressed that you got to be on this pathway, or you got yeah. you kind of have got to have stuff figured out from the get go, and um, that's just not true at all. I think the more time goes on, the more I just enjoy the process of just learning new things, like figuring out what I like and what I don't like, yeah. um, and being comfortable with the fact that things don't always go to plan. But as long as you are willing to you know, put your foot out there, like put your best foot forward, um, learn new skills, just develop a sense of self, a sense yeah. of like a, a deeper purpose than just maybe what your ultimate career aspirations are. Cause you might not necessarily know what that is yeah. or it might change and that's okay. Um, yeah, I'm still learning that, you know, it doesn't go away. It's, it's just part of the process. Yeah, that's um, cool. Yeah, I think it's, like, be comfortable with being uncomfortable. And, 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 you know, like, I think, um, like, a good analogy is when I moved to Brisbane, I had some friends who were, like, actually finishing their degrees. And I was like, oh, man, I'm so far behind. Like, people are touching, like, they're finishing up. I'm never going to catch up, blah, blah, blah. And, um, you know, I've finished my uni degree now, like, three, four years later. And I've, I've still got mates who are still in uni. Yeah. Some of them are still not done but yes. also you know it's it's not it just makes got your own
0: pace man yeah, yeah
1: it's not it's not a race it's like everyone's doing their own thing yeah
0: it doesn't,
1: it's no use trying to compare yourself to other people
0: yeah and you really don't know how people are feeling like that person yeah. graduated got the most prestigious job looking like they you know they've got everything but maybe they're like oh, maybe i wish i was a Levi. <laughs> 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 just, yeah just yeah
1: get get on the path but don't be scared of you know
0: trying something else
1: trying something else or like maybe the path isn't like a straight and narrow road
0: yeah that's cool and then now let's talk about your music career (laughs) so Um, how did it all start and like (laughs) when did you sort of start going like yeah man let's do this band you did like a few iterations before benji right
1: yeah yeah so so i spoke very briefly about my first band when I was 13, that was wow. distorted, distorted Figure, that was
0: fun. Okay, <laughs> why the name? <laughs> oh, I
1: think I just thought it sounded cool at the time, I was like, yeah, this yeah, is awesome when you're 12, you're like, <laughs> like yeah, that's that's great, um, yeah. we just wanted to play like a bunch of Nirvana songs, yeah. and like Foo Fighters, we were really into those bands, yeah. um, and then I moved to Gladstone, and I started another band Oh, so we, you were
0: the lead, like, initiator for these bands
1: yeah yeah typically and um, and how did
0: you decide you wanted to like create a band like you could have like kept it private and just did your own thing in your room and just keep annoying your parents but like why take it to the world it's
1: fun to play with other people and i realized that i really liked performing um it was a really good way for me to actually get comfortable in front of crowds and stuff um i was always so nervous being in front of people but it was a massive confidence booster um just yeah learning how to play in front of you know like a thousand people at a time was so like cool. oh my goodness um yeah. but yeah, yeah I think it, yeah it was just fun to play with other people and um play really loud rock songs with other people and share that with 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 the world with my schoolmates and you know everyone really enjoyed it so yeah, yeah it was it's fun awesome. so yeah I think in um in Gladstone, I, I had my second band and we, we were actually a band for a really long time. I think Ooh. right up until COVID actually, we sort of, um, we never had a name in high school, but it was me, my mate James and my mate Michael. Um, Michael was the drummer, James was the bass player. And so we, we used to play together in high school. We never ever learned a, a band name. I think we did a couple of gigs and we just, <laughs> we were just like an untitled <laughs> band on the roster. Um, <laughs> And then I, like, I moved away. And so we...
0: sorted figures number two. Yeah, just figure <laughs> two,
1: like Boogaloo or something. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I, I was away for, like, those few years, obviously. But then when I came back to Brisbane, um, we were all living here. And we're like, hey, like, we should get the band back together. No. Um, and so we... We actually did pretty well for a couple of months. This was this was the end of twenty nineteen, so you you may oh. know how the story goes with what yeah. happened in twenty twenty. But um, we <laughs> spoiler alert. yeah spoiler alert <laughs> sorry guys. Um, but we yeah we finally figured out a band name which is Scoops, which I think this is a PG rated podcast, so I probably can't explain the meaning of that name. <laughs>
0: um, it's like actually, not necessarily PG. Yeah. <laughs> <it? laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, I don't, I don't know, okay. <laughs> maybe not work appropriate, but yeah. um, anyway, we, we can talk about yeah. it after, after. The, after the podcast, Sounds um, good. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, we started playing some shows like in like Fortitude Valley and stuff like Ooh. that, um, we played with one of my favourite local bands at the moment, Ooh. Melaleuca, Ooh. it was their second ever show, but now they're they're getting pretty big, they just released an EP last Friday and... Um, they do like tours all on, up and down the coast. I'm plugging, plugging Lucas yeah, for the podcast because I love those guys. Aww. Um, and that was our first show. So we played at the bright side and then we, we got popular pretty quickly. Like just cause we had a lot of friends that would come see us. So yeah. it, was, it was lovely. Um, we got to play down on the Gold Coast. We got to play at Empire Hotel. We played Aww. at Tomcat. We played, I think at Rick's as well. Like Rick's backyard. Um, we did a couple of really good shows and it was really, it was going pretty well. And then, um, yeah, then COVID happened. So (laughs) a couple of things happened with that. Um, I think first of all, we couldn't see each other and we couldn't practice because everyone was at home. Um, but also James started, uh, med at UQ. So, so James has his undergraduate, um, in psychology with honors and then he started his medical career so very very smart cookie but yeah. um, that just meant that he had absolutely so no time no time for the band um, yeah. unfortunately so it kind of was a bit umming and aring o- across the year as to whether or not we we'd come back together and for a, we actually did start rehearsing again near the end of 2020 ah. um but then michael moved to the sunshine coast and that just killed yeah. it. it 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 was unfortunately all over but that, it, was all, it wasn't for naught because um, around the same time I started uh, Benji.
0: Yeah. And
1: so with Benji, that was a completely different cr- uh, crew of guys. So
0: cool.
1: our drummer, Isaac, I actually went to school with him in Gladstone. So, so he knew me and Michael and, and James, yeah. but he was a couple of years younger than me. I think it's like two years younger. Yeah. Um, and we sort of had kept in touch a little bit while I'd been gone for the two, three years that I was away. Um, and you know, he'd come down to the city to study music at JMC. Mm. So he was a muso. Um, and I met his, I I met some of the other bandmates through, through him, um, just across, across 2019 actually. So the, my co-writer in Benji Hamish, I met at Isaac's 19th birthday party in 2019. We, um, I rocked up in like a Radiohead t-shirt or something and he was like, (laughs) Oh, dude, I love your I love your T-shirt. I'm like, oh, thanks, dude. Yeah. And then he, I there's this band that I really like called Modern Baseball, and I was wearing like a Modern Baseball hat. Yeah. Um, it was this like obscure like Midwest emo band from like <laughs> America, and yeah. um, he like came back two or three minutes later. He's like, oh, you're wearing like you're yeah. wearing the hat. And I'm like, yeah. yeah. Oh, you love it. So we became best of friends that night. Oh, um, that
0: is so cute. Yeah. Right? Be proud and just wear like what like what shows something about you?
1: Yeah, yeah, pretty much. It was just, I was just wearing some merch, but we yeah. <laughs> became best friends because he, he loved those bands and I love those yeah. bands. So um, yeah, so we, we met through Isaac and then we have our, our good friend, Lockie on the bass. Um, he's just a bit of a maestro. He does like production. He does recording, mixing, mastering. Um, he does everything he doesn't even like playing guitar he just does it because we ask him to (laughs) he's actually like a real homie about it Um, aww that's kind of
0: cute
1: and so yeah we started we started playing together around the uh, sort of third fourth quarter of 2020 and um I think we were just doing practice for four or five months and then we like yeah and I like we'll we'll formalise this and we started getting some shows booked and I think our first show was 25th of January I think um in 2021 mm. so it was really fun and yeah the rest is history like we've started releasing a few singles and stuff over the last year and a half and yeah yeah anyway
0: damn that's so cool and how does one get their first gig booked like that must feel uh, it like
1: just it's it can be a bit daunting but I yeah. guess it's just a case of like sending out emails and oh, cold emailing yeah oh. it's it's straight up just emailing venues saying hey like this is what we sound like, here's our mp3, yeah. um, we'd love to play a show, and so we got, we got booked on this as, as an opener for this um, band called Valleys, on, mm. yeah, 25th of January 2021, that was our first show, um, and I think we ended up pulling like a bigger crowd than they did, it was nice. Oh, um, so good. Yeah, yeah, all our friends came along, and it was, yeah, it was a good time, and they've been coming along ever since
0: wow that's awesome and tell me about the name benji <laughs> so
1: yeah so the, the name benji um it's actually my my little brother's name is benjamin oh that's so, cute so we were we were so stuck on names i think we spent two or three months <laughs> trying to like it was it was getting ridiculous like we could not figure something out um, like,
0: of figures number three <laughs> yeah yeah like,
1: <laughs> like we would um I would come up with a suggestion and Hamish would be like, oh, I don't like that. Or he would come up with something and I'm like, oh, I'm not sure if that fits. It, yeah. it was a bit of a Paul and John sort of situation for a little bit. We are both kind of, I don't want to, we, we got better at it, but we were both a little a little bit of divas back then, I think. Yeah. Um, but eventually I think it got to, I think I was just throwing stuff out there and I was like, what about like Elena or Benji? And like, yeah. those are my siblings name. And then yeah. Hamish was like, oh, I actually really like Benji. And so we decided to stick with it. Um, so yeah, my How's
0: your little brother feel about that? Um, I'm, not, I'm not sure.
1: I, I think he's like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> and, and that's it. I don't think he really cares too much at all.
0: Yeah, well, that's kind of sweet. Yeah, but Benji with two eyes, yeah?
1: Mm, yeah, two eyes.
0: Yeah, okay. That's pretty cool. Nice. And then tell me more about Benji. So what kind of music and what's your sort of like, um, kind of like rehearsal? How do you fit it in with like work mm. and whatnot?
1: Yeah, so we play alternative rock and shoegaze. Um, a big focus on sort of texture and melody within our tracks. Very atmospheric sort of sound to it. Um, but it can get pretty loud, pretty aggressive as well. I, th- I feel like we're getting probably heavier with our music as we go along, <laughs> which is fun. But um, yeah, in terms of rehearsals, uh, it's it can be a little patchy at times, but I think we got into a pretty good rhythm of doing... You know, probably fortnightly rehearsals, three or four hours a week, um, every Sunday. Yeah, that's typically what we do. And there's a few different rehearsal spots around the city that like um, oh, you can cool. choose from, but we go to Vias Studios, which is in Albion, I think, Ooh. or but no, Bowen Hills. Bowen Hills. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So that's yeah. that's typically our rehearsal schedule. But we do a lot of um, you know, like a lot of contacts in terms of. Is like uh, this song idea I had. Do you want to add anything to it? Do you have any yeah. thoughts? And so we go back and forth external to rehearsal.
0: Yeah, that's cool. Always just kind of brainstorming and. Yeah. Got the group chat thing going. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, the group chat. Yeah, that's cool. And what about yourself? Do you play guitar every day? Is that a thing?
1: I'm actually so bad when it comes to. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, One of those. Oh, oh I know. <laughs> I,
1: I, it's actually terrible. I used to be so on top of it when I yeah. first started like and it's the reason I got really good really quickly was I would practice probably like two hours a day when mm-hmm. I was 11 like a, I, in like a lot of practice and that's for anyone who's listening that is how you get good at anything <laughs> but it's especially true for instruments you you just you have to practice yeah. um, I've gotten a little bit lazy over the last couple of years because. <laughs> I think I consider myself more of a songwriter so like I'm more focused on writing the song rather than practicing the specific Mm. instrument but um yeah like I think I spend a lot more time noodling around with synthesizers behind a mixing desk like figuring out different components of a song rather than focusing on the guitar as an instrument. Mm. I need to get better at it though I need to I just need to practice more. Oh. Yeah,
0: I mean, that's kind of cool, but like you're still like your passion is still in music like you might not mm. actually be playing the guitar, guitar but you're still dabbling in music stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I have like my my software and I'll get like a drum beat going. Yeah, and get some and no one sees Levi and, for days. Yeah, I'm just, <laughs> yes, pretty much like I'm just locked in my room. <laughs> just, like, these huge speakers. It's, it's fun yeah, that's,
0: yeah cool. that's cool and then tell me about your songs like you know do you want to talk about a particular song and how did you come up with it that's a big question yeah
1: yeah sure I think um, our first I'll talk about the first song that we released and it was called New Song still New co- Song? yeah it's still, still called New Song <laughs> those names it's, it's so funny because um, yeah it's, it is really it is not a new song anymore but it's, it's fun um,
0: the new song that never gets old yeah <laughs> yep yep exactly
1: um, it's originated uh, from like a guitar riff that I just made up by myself and sort of um, I'd noodled a little vocal melody over the top of it and I had all the parts, I had all the, the arrangement sort of set out and then I gave it to Hamish he listened to it and he thought okay like we can we can sort of change the arrangement in this spot, we can move something here, make this bit a bit longer. And then we sort of collaborated together in terms of um, what the song would actually be about Mm. so we had we had the melody and we had everything ready we needed to figure out a way to get lyrics that would actually pair up with the melody and with the rhythm um so hamish unfortunately was not going through a great uh relationship at yeah. the time,
0: that's good material. It, it, it makes great songwriting <laughs> material, so it ended up,
1: yeah. The song was actually just about, um, essentially like, yeah, leaving a bad relationship with, yeah. um, with a person who shall not be named uh, yeah. for legal reasons, but yeah, it was, um, that, that was the origination of the song, and I feel like you know, most people can relate to something like that, just yeah. getting out of a not a great situation and just. Feeling renewed as well, like we have a music video um, that sort of reflects those lyrics as well, yeah. where it's it's filmed in reverse, and um the the oh, person yeah um, anyway that that's an entire different tangent but it's it's yeah, it's very much is. a song about um you know uh, escaping a bad situation, uh building yourself back up again and yeah, and yeah a story re- of hope re- yeah, yeah. And I think that's, like, most, most of our songs. A lot of our songs are just very hopeful. Yeah. Even if they can be a bit sad, there's still, there's still this sense of optimism, there's still this sense of hope with all of them. And that carries through with pretty much every single song we make, which is, which is good. It's nice. Yeah,
0: that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Cool. And then do you have any favourite songs? And is your, like, the way you come up with music, is it sort of in a similar way where you sort of dabble around and find the melody and then you guys put, like, the lyrics to it?
1: Yeah, yeah. So I think some favorite songs. That's always such a big question. Yeah. But um, I think I do still take that Nirvana approach from way back when I was a kid. Like, because yeah. what Kirk Cobain would do is he would essentially create the chord structure and create the melody, and then he would have lyrics to fit the melody. So yeah. we still we still do that. Um, I think in terms of what we currently do with our. Our current songwriting process: Hamish will come up with a guitar riff and maybe like a rough melody idea. He'll send it to me, mm-hmm. see what I think. Um, I usually go through and I say like, okay, we should refine it in this area. We should add these bits here, um, or vice versa. I'll send something to him and he'll do the same thing. Yeah. Um, and then we go from there. We give it to to Lockie and to Isaac, and oh, we'll um, so cool. we'll figure out an arrangement together as a band. And yeah. So yeah. that's that's typically the process. When it comes to lyric writing, um, tip, I actually hate writing lyrics. Like <laughs> it's, yeah, it's it's so it's such a disconnect from me wanting to be a writer as a kid. I just I, I yeah. don't I, I actually really don't like the process. Um, and I always prefer writing with someone else. Yeah. Um, so typically, if I'm writing lyrics, I'll be doing it with Hamish. But yeah. Hamish is usually pretty happy to
0: take it t- take it
1: on board himself if if, if it's him in the yeah. driver's seat. So, oh, that's yeah. pretty
0: good. It's pretty good teamwork, huh?
1: Yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's always better working in a team.
0: <laughs> yeah, true. And then also take us to KPMG, KPMG <laughs> Enterprise. Tell yeah, us this, the other side of the double life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What well, do you guys do there?
1: Um, well, we provide <laughs> audit assurance over our financial statements for a bunch of different small and medium-sized entities across Australia. So we do. Uh, like family businesses, ASX two hundred plus list, yeah. listed companies. I think we do we do a bunch of schools and colleges and um, etc. So that's that's really
0: good. That's cool. Um, day in the life.
1: Oof. Oh, day in the you life. You
0: wake up eight thirty.
1: Eight thirty. I'm late.
0: <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> <Nah>. Relatable. Um,
1: <laughs> no. Well, I think. Um, oh, I know it's such a cop out answer, but it really does depend on the day. Um, <sighs> a lot of. I can give it like a breakdown of some of the tasks we do. So some yeah. of that might be doing like analytical procedures over like uh, company accounts. You know, like are like we like saying
0: like mostly Excel work or a lot
1: of Excel spreadsheets? Nice, yeah, nice, like nice. I think it's it's a really common accounting trope that people start having dreams about Excel spreadsheets after a while. It's really it's, <laughs> it's weird. It, it, it is a weird thing, but it does happen. Um, yeah, so like we'd be doing like analytical procedures over certain accounts. We'll be like testing revenue, making sure the revenue actually exists for different different uh, companies and, and things like that. Um, we'll be preparing financials, which mm-hmm. is a good one. Make sure all the numbers match up, making sure it's all accurate. Yeah. Um, making sure there's no weird formatting issues. That's always good. Um, usually liaise with tax and stuff, or tax workings, that's usually like a a cross component of enterprise, um, yeah. cause like the way that enterprise works compared to the larger um, arc uh, division within KPMG is enterprise is essentially like a firm within a firm, which is why yeah. we, yeah, that, that's how they like to describe it. So that's <laughs> why we sort of manage all those, um, those smaller entities and things like that. But there's there's a lot of opportunity to um, provide work to different service lines such as enterprise tax or enterprise yeah, advisory. It's kind of
0: cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. nice
1: yeah i think that's that's like a broad overview of what we do
0: yeah no nah, that's pretty good cool so we're nearly at the end of the podcast just a few more questions so the yeah, deep no one words. what oh, do you yeah. think the meaning of life is levi oh <laughs> um,
1: well for me my personal analysis is um <laughs> to enjoy yourself and um spend quality time with your loved ones yeah that's good yeah that's that's pretty much it
0: cool and the fun question is: So, if you won the lottery tomorrow, what would you do differently about your life?
1: Um, you would never see me again. <laughs> wow. Okay. Cool. Um, I would. You would. I would never tell anybody. I would immediately get legal representation. Um, put it all into a trust. Probably some sort of investment portfolio as well. Uh, move. Where would I move? Probably to Italy.
0: Yeah, Italian
1: villa. <laughs> so villa? if
0: we see on Facebook you're in Italy, I'm like. <laughs>
1: No, Leave th- no, the Facebook is getting deleted. Um, <laughs> uh, yep, and just live out the rest of my days um, content. Yeah, yeah, I think I think that's pretty much it. Yeah, sorry, and, uh, Karen. and the
0: Benji, and the Benji Boy band. Look, uh, anyone I, can we still like visit you there? Yeah, look,
1: maybe maybe Benji will keep releasing music. I'll um, be like, oh, that's weird. We don't know what happened to Levi. Like, he
0: yeah. just disappeared one day. But you
1: know, like they're still releasing music, which is great. Um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I think, I think that's it.
0: Yeah, that's cool. And the final question is, what is an ideal day in the life for you? It can be work-related, it can be non-work-related.
1: Oh, an ideal day in the life for me? I think i probably waking up at like 6, start oh, off the day. Oh,
0: that's pretty early. Yeah, no, um, like
1: early morning would be good. Okay. Um, maybe do a bit of yoga nice, or some running. Great. Something something to like revitalise the... Yep, yeah, some movement of some sort. Um, I'd like to... Go do, like, a nice little photo walk and take pictures. I didn't talk about that, but I take a lot of photos and
0: stuff. Oh, that's good. Yeah, take some
1: photos for maybe an hour that's or two. That's how we're going to
0: track you down. Yeah, yeah
1: look at the metadata. Yeah. Um, yeah, take some photos, probably do some journaling for maybe an hour, just, like, do some deep contemplation. Yeah. Um, a bunch of reading, probably, like, try to read for two, maybe three hours. And then the Arvo can just be dedicated to, like, more creative stuff. So maybe I'll do some painting, maybe I'll learn how to paint. Maybe I'll practice some trumpet and guitar. Yes,
0: trumpet. Yep,
1: yep. And then uh, I'll just make myself a really nice whole foods uh, dish or some yeah. sort for dinner and uh, with my loved ones around me. And, yeah, that'll be the ideal day.
0: Aw, that's really awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> nice and simple and, yeah, creative. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. cool. So we're at the end of the podcast. Want to say bye? <laughs> Bye-bye, everyone. Bye. bye.